news, talk, sports. Now, the experts on AM980. And good afternoon. This is Brian Uthall. This show is presented by insurancehotline.com. It's a free, let me repeat that, free online insurance rate comparison service that links you to a variety of insurance companies and professionals to assist you in getting lower rates on car insurance, home insurance. And in fact, when you do the exercise that goes about 8 to 10 minutes, bam, up comes some 10 representatives there, which is amazing service. And think of the time that you saved by accessing this particular website. Anne-Marie Thomas has spent more than 20 years in the insurance industry, working for many of Canada's largest insurance companies. She's been a licensed insurance broker. And today we're going to talk about flooding and insurance. And there's a lot to be said for the fine print or the small print when it comes to this. Is your home insurance policy fully meeting your needs? Welcome back to the show. Well, thanks back. Thanks for having me back. It's good to be here. And and really what precipitated our topic today is what's happening and being widely reported by AM980 News these days, and that storms. We've just passed an anniversary in Alberta. Uh, Toronto had a flash flood last summer. Right, and then there's... Uh What's happening in Saskatchewan? Yeah, in Manitoba, the Assiniboine River. And, and I remember catching the news one day where they, they said that that river in its diversion plan, so they really worked hard at it. Right. The water was equivalent at times to two Olympic-sized swimming pools that potentially could end up in somebody's basement. That's amazing. Uh, that's a lot of water. In, and it's uh, the, the sad thing is that I don't think anyone knows um, flood, as in overland flooding like from a, a river or a lake is not covered under any insurance policy uh, any homeowner's insurance policy in Canada. Wow, there's a blanket statement, not one. Not one. Right. And and after uh, there's been some discussion in the industry uh, after uh, you know the um Alberta floods last June and the flash flood in Toronto last July, uh, the insurance insurance industry is taking a look at should we be covering this? What do we do? You know, cuz uh, people are left, I mean, you're, you're oftentimes left going to the province mm-hmm. for uh, some r- relief from uh, the financial piece of that if if you're in a low-lying uh, area near a body of water. Well, the cost of 2013 storms in Canada is estimated to be in excess of $2B billion. The storms that swept through Alberta last June, $1.7 billion price tag on that in insured damages, making it Canada's costliest natural disaster. A smaller, but not so for people in Toronto, they didn't think it was any smaller, the flash flood in that town in July, so a year ago to the month, resulted in $940 million in damages. So little wonder that the insurance companies aren't taking a serious look at this, and, and we as policy owners want to be looking at it too exactly and and those numbers that you just estimate that you just gave are not estimations they're actually what it cost are insured losses so there was damage that wasn't even covered that so the the damage caused by the, the water was way in excess of those two figures so uh, you know what what we have to look at in our policy is a coverage called water damage extension it is it is not part of the basic policy that one buys from their property insurance company. It's what they call a rider or an endorsement that you have to add on. So it's like a mini insurance policy within your insurance policy to cover you for a sewer backup, um, 
you know, um, anything that, that's wear and tear related is likely not going to be covered. Um, but, you know, your, a sewer backing up, water of that nature would be covered only if you have that coverage. So depending on the agent, we won't speak for them all, but right. depending on the agent, they may not even mention that. They may not. If And, you know, um, oftentimes as consumers, we're concerned with what's the bottom line price. Well, when it comes to your home insurance policy, you know... Uh, it's it's for the sake of maybe seventy five dollars a year uh, for the amount of money that I could that could save you in the event of you know another one of these extreme weather events happening and damaging uh, your basement. It's just you know it it's it's well worth it to my mind. We're covering flood damage today. We're talking about insurance and how it plays an important role. We're going to get to prevention. Where does it start in just a moment? But we're also going to welcome any questions that you may have by way of the calls into AM980 at 866-354-8255. That's toll free. But also, we'll be following you. You follow us on Twitter. If you have a basement flooding insurance question, tweet us your questions and you could win two movie passes. So we'll have some fun. We'll give away some prizes today. Yeah, that'd be nice. All right. So we have our first uh, tweet, actually, which uh, does not connect to flooding, but let's go to it here. Um, Hashtag hotline helps, by the way. Hashtag hotline helps. If something is stolen, Anne-Marie, from my car while in the garage, is that home or auto insurance covered? That, I love that question because, and I, and thank you uh, at U3B, um, Oftentimes, people don't realize that it could end up being two claims. So if your car is, so say, for example, the window is smashed and they steal your laptop that's in the back seat, the smashed window will be covered under the comprehensive section of your auto policy. The laptop is covered under your property policy, so under your home insurance policy. So whether you you have a renter's policy, a condo policy, or a homeowner policy, that's where the replacement of the laptop would be. One of the advantages to having both your policies with the one insurance company is that uh, depending on the insurance company, they may just charge you one deductible because it's one occurrence. But the, so the short answer is, it's one claim under each policy. Mm-hmm. Again, you can send us a tweet, hashtag helpline, hotline helps, hashtag hotline helps. And you can also give us a call here, too, at AM 980. You know, that comes to mind. It always seems during the holiday season we talk about make sure that your valuables are put away in the trunk. But, you know, that should be a, a 365. If, if you have cameras, oh. uh, laptops, uh, don't leave them where the bad Ab- guys can see them. Exactly. I mean, that's such a temptation, right? It's such a temptation. Uh, that's, a, that's advice I always give around Christmas time. You know, when we're, when we're all out doing shopping and we're leaving all our bags, we're just, you but know, that running. seems to be the only time we hear it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's but it's especially now with vacations. I, I saw on the, my drive here, cars packed to the rafters with all their you know vacation the things. Yeah, and you make sure that all that stuff is taken care of because you know that's uh, again that's two claims. Uh, preventing basement flooding at home. First of all, flooding in your basement, that can do a lot of damage. Some of it you don't even see. Well, exactly. Now I will cite you. Uh, um. A, a woman that I know, actually she's a, a colleague, she bought a new house last June. She was in the house six weeks. And when I say a new house, I mean a resale home. Mm. She was in the house six weeks when the flash flood hit in Toronto. 
her insurance company paid in excess of $60,000. Like, yikes. And uh, so water damage is making up, according to some insurance company stats, 50% of the payouts under property damage um, uh, for home. And it's really um, it's really a changing kind of world from a, a water and, and basement um, time. When I was young, the basement was where you stored your summer furniture, your junk, the boxes that you might look at in 10 years or maybe not. And but, your toys. And your toys, yeah. Now, uh, basements are, if not the primary family room, a really close second. So the the good TV's down there and the nice flooring is down there and the great, you know, whether it's rugs or, or hardwood. And there's good furniture down there and, and a lot of the toys that, the, you know, the kids have are all down there. Come with and, a price. Yep. And that's, and so that's a, a lot of the reason that home claims are getting to be so much uh, higher in terms of payouts than they were before. Plus, you know, homes, homes are not getting any younger. Um, you know, to your previous Ask the Expert, advanced basements, you know, in order to prevent this, why not have someone like that come out and do a quick walkthrough of your home? Um, I don't know how much that would cost. I don't know. It's something that you could discuss with them. But it'd be, it might be worth it uh, in terms of your own personal prevention to have something like that there. And if you know that your home is at a risk for flooding or sewer backups or that sort of thing... Um, it it might make you it might make it difficult for you to get insurance if you live in a particular area that is a known risk for insurance companies for payouts of these kinds of claims. Maybe uh, put in a sump pump or or back valve or something. Ben at Advanced Basement Systems was talking last hour about the sump pump that they have. It, it's an exclusive. It comes from their their large network, and it's a backup for the backup for the backup. I mean, this thing's a Cadillac of sump pumps. If you were to mention that to your insurance provider, could it reduce your premium? I don't know that it would reduce your premium, but it might uh, it might make you a more attractive risk in an area where the insurance company may not otherwise want to write business. Now, on previous shows, you've talked about auto insurance and geography plays a significant role in your rate. You're saying that they do their homework at the insurance companies oh, and if yes. you're in a flood-prone area, right. then your your rate will be accordingly. That's correct. So, for example, water damage extension. I live in a condo. My water damage extension coverage is not as expensive as someone who lives in a low-lying area in a home near body of water. Mm-hmm. Uh, their water damage extension could be, the the, co- the cost for that coverage could be double or triple what I pay for mine because the insurance companies weigh the risk, whereas the higher likelihood that they're going to pay out a claim. Good to know, important to know. Let's take us to... Um the uh, the website for a moment insurancehotline.com and when we navigate to that website what do we have to do it is it couldn't be any easier you simply enter the information uh if we're talking about home you just enter the you know the age of your home what your home is made of so you know whether if it's an older home it's likely brick if it's a newer home it's likely brick veneer uh you just enter you know uh, the inf- the questions that we ask a lot of it you know what's your square footage have you had any claims are you currently insured that that sort of thing might take you somewhere between eight to ten minutes and we'll provide you with a quote and up to ten 
rates of uh, other insurance companies. And you can use that to compare whether or not you want to speak to a, a broker about changing your policy or... or and in the any additional questions or information box, you could mention about the the uh, flood damage and, and you, flood policies. Yeah, we don't have a section for those kinds of unique... Uh, um, the variables. The, variables, the, yeah. but I like that. You know, maybe a comment section. You're giving me some ideas okay. for our development team here. Thank <laughs> you very much, Brian. Um, it's something that you could discuss when we match you up with the broker who can get you that lowest rate. It's certainly some, uh, certainly a point of discussion for you and that broker, and maybe you, you can get an even lower rate than what we quoted you because you know that. I think it also looks favorably on the potential client, too, because it's showing responsibility. Absolutely. And that's uh, and that's huge to an insurance company. You know, um, it, it tells an insurance company you take care of your home, you're less likely to make a claim, all of those good things that make... Any insurance company want you as a risk. If you think about it from a business perspective, insurance companies want the people who are not going to make a claim because if they keep paying out claims, they're not going to make money. So they'd like to they'd like to insure people who are are at uh, a less likely risk for uh, making uh, making a homeowner's uh, claim. We're uh, talking about flooding at home, but we're certainly welcoming all insurance questions that you may have, and you can send us a tweet at helpline at hotline helps, I should say. And we're going to come back in a moment and talk about the prevention that really is key it's key to everything and we'll talk about where the prevention starts when it comes to potential flooding at home that's all coming up this hour the experts presented by insurancehotline.com news talk sports now back to the experts on am 980 with brian Nuttall and Henry thomas from insurancehotline.com and we're talking about preventing basement flooding at home well let's get into the prevention mode for a moment here Anne marie and talking about the importance of keeping water out of your basement it begins with keeping water away from it exactly that's exactly what it does so um you know uh you can do this anytime, but be really cognizant of it in the spring once everything starts to melt. So you can, um, you know, you can seal cracks, but again, you know, don't just caulk it like, you know. You were listening last I hour. I sure was. Advanced basement systems. I sure was. Yeah, don't just caulk it. If you, if you suspect that there is an issue, uh, get someone professional to come in and have a look at it. Uh, you know, you... From an insurance perspective, if you are aware of an issue and you don't do something to mitigate the damage, you could be considered careless and there may not be any payout in the event that something major happens and you have to make a claim. Mm -hmm. So the firm will send somebody out and they'll do an inspection and it may not come back in your favor. That's correct. Now, uh, you know, the same thing, you know, water can get in, you know, outside in from the walls, from the, from the ground, from the roof. So, uh, you know, one thing that I often tell people is your home insurance policy is not a maintenance policy. It is there for a legitimate, honest, oh my gosh, this thing happened to me scenario. It's not there to replace your 30-year-old shingles. So if, an, if, if you get water damage coming in from a leak in your roof... The insurance company is not just going to write you a check to fix all, uh, you know, all the damage. And, and that's everything. one of the myths. That's one of the misconceptions it, is, hey, I'm covered. I yeah. have a policy. So now look after me. Exactly. Now we have a policy, but each policy comes with its own exclusions, right? And, you know, you there's a responsibility, you know, like, like in, in, an insurance policy is... 
um, it's based on trust, right? So between the policyholder and the insurance company, the insurance company trusts that the policyholder is going to pay their premiums and is going to keep the property in a good state of repair Mm -hmm. and mitigate potential further damage. The insurance policyholder trusts that if there is a claim, the insurance company is going to pay out that for that claim. Both parties have to have sort of kept up their end of the bargain in order for that to happen. So if you have 30-year shingles on your roof and, you know, one blows off and water gets in, you may not be covered because the, the insurance company will send an adjuster out and he will look and see, oh man, these shingles are already lifting and curling and all it would have taken was a sneeze to blow, mm-hmm. you know, 40% of these shingles away. You may find yourself without coverage. And leaves can be just as bad. And oh. I mean, we have touted this city for many years, the forest city. We're proud of it. We want to get more trees growing. Sure. But at the same time, the result is the leaves get in the gutters and down the spouts and that can cause poor drainage that can lead to flooding. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, because I mean, I don't know if any of you have ever had a clogged eaves trough or downspout, it's, you know, and and we're getting, and, you know, if we get a really good rain, it comes down like a little waterfall on a particular area, and one area of your property can just be wiped out, or the weight is so heavy, the eaves trough is torn or something. So it it, take the time to clean out your, your eaves troughs and downspouts and, and make sure if you do that and you make any adjustments that you're pointing the downspout away from your home. Um, you know, some people don't think about that. They just all move it because it's in the in the path. It's in the way of my walking to my front door. No, 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 no. It's probably put extended from your house for a reason to draw the water away from your property. Depending on the home, we sometimes forget that the windows in the basement are also below grade. They, that's right. Yes. Yeah, so you've got those basins. Uh, you know, make sure those are cleaned out and your windows are properly sealed too, because if there's, you know, uh, I mean, an insurance company may pay for resulting damage, but they're not going to pay to reseal your windows if it's a maintenance issue. Mm-hmm. Just off the top, just to have fun for a moment. If a little boy puts a baseball through my window, mm-hmm. what's the recourse there? How how should I best handle it, or what would my insurance company tell me? Well, if if your insurance company is probably going to tell you it's not worth putting in a claim, because depending on the size of the window, it might be under your deductible. However, if the little boy's mom and dad had property insurance they could make a claim under a section of their property called voluntary property damage. And typically that's a limit of maybe 1000 to $250,000 or $2,500. And that's for the whoops, my yep. kid threw a ball through someone's window kinds of occurrences. The whoops, and, po- the, the whoops policy. Yeah, it's a whoops insurance. So <laughs> it's And it's called voluntary property damage. For that reason, I voluntarily agree to compensate Brian because my kid didn't have good aim, mm-hmm. right? And we, you know, we did damage to his window. But I would suggest that unless it's a really, uh, you know... I wouldn't. I personally wouldn't make a claim for something around the deductible of my policy. I'm going to lose my claims-free discount, and I'm going to lose that discount for potentially three to six years. Probably quite a common dilemma, and you would suggest that most people would handle it the way you suggest. I would think that they would because, uh, you know, I, I, like all of us, I don't know whether it goes back to school or something, I like a good record. I like a good report card, I like a good driving record, and I like a good claims history. Yeah. Um, you know, 
And so I don't. And so do the insurance companies. They do. And so I don't. I feel like if I put a claim, it's a black mark on my record. Right. But you know, I mean, if mind you, if like my my coworker, my colleague, if I have sixty thousand dollars damage. I'm putting in that claim. If I have maybe $700 damage, I might rethink it because is it worth it? What am I, how much money am I going to lose by not having my claims free discount anymore over X number of years? It might not be worth my while to make that claim. If you have a basement flooding insurance question, tweet us your questions and uh, we have some prizes to give away, two movie passes. I don't think the movie is Perfect Storm, but it'll be anything else. <laughs> uh, but tweet, tweet us your questions at hashtag hotline helps. And any questions that you may have for Anne-Marie Thomas, we're live right up to 4 o'clock, and your questions are most welcome. We're going to talk more about uh, flooding. We're going to talk about the fact that uh, the weather seems to be forever changing, and our houses take the brunt of that, and we need to be responsible and get the right policy. And you can do that through insurancehotline.com. It's Canada's premier online comparison site. For insurancehotline.com, we'll help you compare more quotes quickly so that you can secure rates from many of the nation's top providers, and it's just that easy. Back with more on The Experts. News, talk, sports. Now, back to The Experts on AM 980. Presented by insurancehotline.com. Anne-Marie Thomas is our special guest expert today. We're talking about uh, flooding and the cost of it. 2013 storms in Canada, in excess of $2 billion price tag attached to that. The storms that swept through the province of Alberta last June, you may recall, caused $1.7 billion in insured damages, making it Canada's costliest natural disaster. And then our friends in Toronto had the flash flood back in July of last year, $940 million in damages. And there's more. The ice storm, you may remember, that hit Toronto and other parts of Ontario and eastern Canada back in December cost insurers $200 million in damage to homes. So to offset these losses, Canada's largest insurance company began to raise premiums, typically by between 15 and 20, and that, I guess, would, would vary. But that's about what, you know, we're seeing now, which beckons the question, are we going to see an increase in our premiums? That's right. I get that question a lot with, you know, with the, with the record numbers of claims payouts that uh, under property that insurers have had. Even over if the- we are not physically in a geographically prone area. We're paying for the masses. Correct. So I'll give you an example. And if my personal policy is any indication of of what's out there, and I I believe it's typical based on what I've heard. Because this is Anne-Marie's renewal time. This is my renewal. I I saw it in the mail and I went, oh, no. It's that time because I was exp- and, and I was expecting an increase in insurance rates. So sure enough, my renewal increased by twenty percent. Now, I live in a condo in a high rise. I had no water damage issues whatsoever, but I, as part of you know the principle of insurance, uh, you know, uh, or the 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 whole uh, concept of insurance is each of us pays a little so that you know when the you know when it, when it's necessary the insurance company can pay out a lot so i've had no claims you know but my rate went up 20% but in addition really? 20% yeah and in addition to that though and this is what i would ask uh you know everyone out there to do Take a look at your renewal. Now, you said, Brian, yours is coming Coming up up for renewal next month, and your insurance broker wants to have a chat. Like I said earlier, when a woman tells you she (laughs) wants to have a chat, it's usually not a good thing. It's time to talk. No, but so um, what, what I found on my insurance, not only did my insurance increase, but 
but my coverage was reduced also. So what I mean by that is that the, what we talked about earlier, the water damage extension coverage, so the little endorsement or rider, so the sub-policy within the policy, I used to have no deductible under that section of uh, that coverage. And it was also unlimited coverage. So up to the amount of insurance that I purchased, this water damage coverage would cover the whole, uh, up to the the amount of dollar insurance that I purchased. Mm -hmm. Now they've implemented a $1,000 deductible and decreased or capped the coverage, the amount that they will pay out on any one loss under water damage to $200 to $25,000. And the bottom line here is the numbers are so exorbitant in terms of what they've had to pay out. Exactly. So in essence, what's happened is I'm paying 20% more and I'm getting less. Mm. Now, my insurance company was great. They sent a letter explaining, you know, what what happened and why. Um, Most insurance companies will send you a letter explaining what changes were made to your coverage. But it's always a good time, especially when old times, always a good time to shop around. And I'm going to tell you, it's insurancehotline.com because that's exactly what I used when uh, when I got my renewal. And What did you uh, see, may I ask? In, uh, in, I, let, let's say I changed companies. <laughs> okay. Right. Because for the same money, I got the full coverage that I was getting last year. So not all insurance companies experienced the same numbers of claims payouts. So not all insurance companies had to increase their rates so significantly. The company that I was with was one of Canada's largest insurers in terms of market share. So they had some, I I, I don't even know the percent of market share that they had. So if you think about it from an insurance company perspective, the more policyholders that they have in certain areas like Alberta or Ontario during a flash flood, the more claims they're going to pay out. So all the more reason then to go to the website, insurancehotline.com, because Absolutely. your point is worth mentioning one more time. Because I think when we think of flood, uh, well, we just pay it across the board and that all the companies are just going to say, you know what? But it's not that case. It's their experience in terms of payout. That's right. And, and one company is is very different to the next. Oh, it absolutely is very different. So, And, and the reason, a lot of the reason for that could be uh, Um, You know, each insurance company has different what they call underwriting rules and guidelines. And what an underwriting rule is, is, um, you know, lists of the types of business that that the insurance company will write and the types of businesses that they won't. So, for example, some insurance companies might write a log home. Another insurance company, that may be on their list of declined building structures. So each each company has their own sets of rules and, and, and therefore, depending on what those rules are, they could have limited the amount that they were going to pay out uh, in, a, in a loss. So, so another related question to rate. You mm-hmm. bring in advanced basement systems and they do a spot-on job in terms of reinforcing that foundation or uh, doing all the wonderful things that they do. You're saying that one homeowner may not necessarily see a decrease in their rate, but again, it's it's demonstrating to your current uh, company that you are on top of things. Exactly. So you're someone who would take that preventative measure is an insurance insurance underwriter's dream. Uh, you know, they they see you, they view you as a responsible homeowner, ergo, a responsible policyholder too. So and and. If in the event, because you've done some 
preventative work in the event that there is a claim, the payout from an insurance company perspective is likely going to be less than had you not done the preventative work. And real important, especially important for Londoners who may be in a flood-prone area where they're already uh, having to, you know, realize the reality that there's a greater potential for flooding at their place. Yeah, exactly. And as I'm driving through London, and London is a really pretty... Thank you for saying so. Very pretty. I see all the old trees, and it's just beautiful. And that puts you at as beautiful as it is. There's 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 um, sometimes craziness going on <laughs> under the surface. So with those older, beautiful trees on those lovely tree-lined streets, the, you've got roots, and you've got roots that are working their way into your drainage systems. And that I've actually was in the position in one of my older homes. I had a sewer backup issue because uh, the 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 roots had all, you know, kind of grown together and created a blockage in the sewer line. And there was a lot of rain and it, it, it couldn't flow through smoothly. It all backed up. And that is one disgusting thing to have happen in your home. So uh, all the more reason for Londoners to double check their policy and make sure that they are protected from uh, those kinds of damages by having that sewer backup or also known as water damage extension coverage on their policy. We'll talk more about uh, home insurance and uh, how do you effectively, realistically, uh, make notations of the valuables that you may have in that home? Another question for Anne-Marie. Send us your tweets, give us your calls, all and more coming up with insurancehotline.com today on The Experts. News, talk, sports. Now, back to the experts on AM 980. With Brian Uthall, and I highly recommend that you follow insurancehotline.com on Twitter because on that uh, website or on Twitter, you link us to some great news stories. You're really carefully watching legislation. Anything that impacts the insurance world, you're on top of it. That's right. So, uh, insurancehotline.com, not only do we provide you, you know, um, uh, insurance rate comparisons. There is really great information there. We have articles and blogs. We have a newsletter uh, that we send out every month. And our newsletter subscribers are really engaged. They ask us questions on the blog. They email us. So it's great. We know that, you know, there's good content there because our readers tell us so. So doesn't it make it... uh you create the ability to save twofold because not only are you giving them an offering of, well, 10 right away online when you have that cost comparison, which is absolutely free, by the way, at insurancehotline.com, but the more information they can get, now they're a knowledgeable policyholder, so they, they can ask the right questions. Well, and that's it. And that's the trick, right? Because there's, you know, uh, I don't. whenever we talk about insurance, you know, it's one of those things we shake our heads at, oh, there's my renewal. It's up again. Might as well pay it. Don't want to deal with it. And, you know, set it and forget it kind of mentality. And and, and now I'm speaking as a woman. I'll go a mile for a shoe sale. I'll go <laughs> tens of miles for a shoe sale. Why wouldn't I do the same with my insurance? And I can do it in my PJs. Yeah. Right? So Guys will not walk a mile in their shoes. They will not walk a mile 
But so what would guys say for whatever it is, insurancehotline.com is easier than that. That's right. Right. So we're uh, all about getting to our destination. And that's why we like insurancehotline.com, because we go there eight to 10 minutes later. We we have a good measure exactly. of how we can lower our rates. And it's so easy. You don't have to ask for directions or anything. Right. So <laughs> perfect. Yeah. So it's um, so it's it's great. There's a lot of good information there that, to your point, helps consumers know what it is they should be asking their insurance professionals. Give me some direction on when we're either starting a new policy or we're renewing and we just want to be transparent with the information that we have in terms of contents or personal property. What do we put down there and how can we be as accurate as possible with their value? Okay, so insurance, property insurance policies are typically sold in packages. So what the insurance company, so if it's, let's talk about two different types of policies. We'll talk about a homeowner policy and we'll talk about a renter's policy because there's two significantly different factors. A homeowner's policy where you own the home, you have to cover the building, your contents and liability for anything that happens while on your property. So your building amount is set um, by replacement cost calculators that an insurance company uses. Some people will tell you it's around $200 a square foot. That's that's your building value. I'm saying that. I'm no contractor. I don't really know. That's just a number I've heard thrown around. And will vary. And will vary. But you're best to get an, an, an accurate estimate by your insurance company. So say your insurance company says, based on your square footage, your the cost to replace your building is $200,000. Now you go, wait a minute, but it cost me $400,000 to buy this property. The insurance company is insuring the land, but they don't have to replace the land. So in the event of a total loss, your land is still going to be there. So uh, the the policy, this $200,000, is never going to match up the real estate market value of your home. The liability is important to keep in mind, too. We don't think of the potentials, but when the snow does fly and we get icing on the steps and the postal carrier comes up to the door and yeah. we have an accident. That's right. Glad and we're you, covered. Exactly. Or, you know, you have a friend come over and your dog's just so darn happy to see them that they, your friend ends up tripping over your dog because he's just adorable, right? And, you know, you end up getting sued because of broken limbs, but... Yeah, so um, with the package policy, it comes with the uh, replacement cost uh, coverage for your uh, building, and it also has a section of contents coverage, and most insurance companies will set that limit for you. They will make that limit a percentage of the $200,000. Let's come back and pick up on this sure. point. Uh, your tweets are welcome in the minutes that remain at hashtag hotline helps. Anne-Marie Thomas is our special guest expert today. Shopping around by making dozens of phone calls can be time consuming and insurance brokers and agents can only provide you with quotes from the limited number of insurance companies that they represent, typically no more than four or five. Now you have a wonderful world of over 30 insurance companies in a one-stop shopping environment providing insurance quotes. Their focus is finding lower insurance rates at insurancehotline.com. News, talk, sports. Now, back to the experts on AM980. For insurancehotline.com with Anne Marie, and I just wanted to get two important points in here in the minutes that remain on the show. One is to keep your insurance provider up to speed on your valuables uh, should they dramatically change from one renewal period to another. 
Exactly. So if you've done a major reno in your, in, on your home, let your insurance company know. There's two reasons for that. If during the course of the renovation, you have to leave, you have to move out or something and your home is vacant, or there's going to be structural things done to the home and you have to vacate, let your insurance company know you, you're, you may be putting your coverage in jeopardy by not letting them know. And, uh, you want to make sure that your home is insured what they call to value. So you want to make sure that, you know, your insurance company knows you've put a new granite sink in and you've you've put another bathroom in the basement and you've done all these things. This can add up. You know how much it costs to uh, put that uh, new new kitchen or new bathroom in and your insurance company may want to know that in terms of keeping you, your coverage current. Also related to insurancehotline.com on the auto side of things, a survey was done. Center of Addiction and Mental Health found that more than one third of licensed Ontario students between the, in the age group of grades 10 to 12, an estimated 108,000 of them reported having texted while behind the wheel at least once in the past year. Isn't that frightening? It's really frightening. I mean, it's it's actually more dangerous than impaired mm-hmm. for for especially for young people who are already uh, not very experienced at driving. They're just taking incredible risks, putting the rest of us in jeopardy as well. Um, and I know seems uh, to be on on Premier Wynne's radar. It certainly does seem to be on on her radar. And and I know that that legislation was tabled to add demerits. Uh, for t- uh, distracted driving, as well as increasing the fine. And you and I were chatting off air that perhaps, you know, now that Liberals are back in with the majority, that maybe this will be tabled again and, and we could be back chatting about what the changes to distri- distracted driving legislation will mean. Look forward to that chat and you'll get more news information too at insurancehotline.com. That concludes our shows. Thanks, Anne-Marie. Thanks very much. And have a great weekend.